five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Advanced BS. Uh, we're talking NASA today. This week's episode is all about NASA. This month is all about space. Spice! So we're going to be... Uh... Sorry, it's a compulsion. No, it's okay. <laughs> so we're going to talk about uh, the history of NASA, Ooh. some of the things NASA has done. Things uh, to NASA, do when you're visiting NASA. Things to do when you're visiting NASA. No, no, no. Uh, NASA-related movies. Um, fun facts about NASA. Uh, recipes you can use NASA recipes in. Recipes you can use NASA in. Uh, if you've ever heard of NASA poker. That's um. weird. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> um... Well, it's gonna be one of those episodes. No, right? okay, but uh, but we're gonna send we're us gonna... your NASA stories. Send us your NASA stories. Advanced BS podcast at no, Gmail. That's that uh, sounds awful. Um, <laughs> do you guys do you guys ever do Space Camp? No, that's camp. a movie we forgot to bring up. No, space no, Camp. No, no, no. It's, it's on really the list. Awesome. Okay, we'll get to it's it. On right. the list. Trust me. No, any any movie that you thought we may have forgotten, it was on the list. <laughs> Trust me. Did anyone it's... know any kids that went to space camp? Because I, I feel like I see that in like every movie and TV show, and I didn't know it was a thing you could ever do. I know it's in the South, kind of. So it's like because you go to like Cape Canaveral or maybe yeah. like, it's that kind of thing. I feel like I've known people who said they've gone to space camp, but they might have gone to like the whatever the the less fancy version is, or whatever. I don't know the less uh, yeah. the where you're not lots of cardboard. What's the word I'm looking yeah. for? The less uh, immersive. Mm-hmm. version of space camp where you're just like oh buttons right you know well, like, that'd still be cool i'd go to button no, camp. i'd go to button camp i would want to i would want to go to a camp where they actually put you in a suit and then let you do the thing in the pool like you, you actually get to try i did go stuff. to that camp <laughs> where they there put, you, was, in they put you in a suit and yeah. let you do stuff in the pool there was a big court case about it <laughs> no but i, I know what you're, i got yeah. caught, I in button camp though because i'm just thinking like it's different ways like by the last week you you graduated to turning two keys and then pushing a button like, yeah like, and when you said I'm, button, I'm advanced button pushing well and then when you said button camp all i could think was just a lot of sewing and it's, <laughs> and that's what it is it's really just it's a not su- as fun it's just a sweatshop really <laughs> <laughs> that's what button camp is oh. good lord yeah but so we'll get it we'll get into nasa movies but uh i thought i'd start really quick with just nasa's history yeah 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 i've got a quick little timeline i'm gonna go through it really fast but it's basically the different uh things that nasa did the different projects they were working on up until now um so nasa started in 1958 uh it was started by dwight d eisenhower it originally was i think was actually the naca before that and i may be wrong on that uh, but it was it was something that he deemed NASA because it began the thought of space travel because that had not been an idea uh, yet uh, until they did that. So they started by doing Project Mercury, um, which was a lot of like it was basically. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to think of a joke for it. That was way better than anything I had. But it was a lot of manned aircrafts that basically flew as far as we could get them they weren't like launched it was basically us trying to leave orbit and then coming back and falling and falling you mean (laughs) but but project mercury did develop into like um they actually did get things they could launch basically by 
they did eventually start launching them. They got Alan Shepard was the first American in space in 1961. He was the first person we sent. First out. American. First American, and that's because he went into space in April of nine or in May of 1961. And in April of 1961, the Russians got a man in space first. What's that guy's name? I was uh, Yuri Gagarin. 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 Yuri Gargan. Gargan. Gargamel. Um. Now, did did Russia? Did they have their space? Excuse me. Did they have my tongue? Uh, sure. my, my tongue went on strike for a Gargarin. Did they have their space? God did it again. Did they, did they? Yeah. Have yep. mm-hmm. their there. space? Space uh-huh. program? Yeah. Forced? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Or <laughs> did America? Oh, that's it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I actually don't Period. know who had the first <laughs> question mark. Who had the first space? <laughs> Damn it! I fucked him at the end. <laughs> I feel like in the fifties, the Russians were ahead of us when we started our space program. I think they had already thought that <laughs> they wanted to leave better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they very much wanted to get out. After World War Two, they just that's they, they had to get out of there. They looked around and thought, uh, it's time for us to leave." Yep. No, but I think they So thought... long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> There's another space movie. space movie. It was it was still like the USSR still wanted land to conquer, and I think they did look at space as being like, this is how we're a superpower again, or we're the ultimate superpower. Oh, cool. We it's take like moon. Taking space. We take moon and Yeah. And so they actually got the first person in space, but then it became after they did that, we immediately followed and then it was they felt superior. They're like, we definitely have them now. We were first ones in space. And they did. And then they it did became Sputnik the, before that, yeah. Yes, yes. Sputnik though was the first, I think, first shuttle orbiting to, orbiting satellite. Orbiting satellite, yeah. So they were ahead of us in quite a bit. Um, but then John Glenn was actually the first person ever to orbit the entire Earth. Yes. In something, that was in 1962. And then the first, uh, they both the USSR and America did. Spacewalks. Uh, our first one was in 1965. A guy named Edward White did the first spacewalk, where he actually left the capsule and walked outside, which is, would have been terrifying to be the right. first person to do that. There's no training for that yet, and really. Nobody's done it, no so you don't know it. like what's going to happen if I open this like, door. Like like because still training to be an astronaut now, that's still a daunting thing. You can't really wrap your mind around being in space till you're in fucking space and you're doing it. But to be the first person to be like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna leave the ship. Like, right, I'm opening the door. What? What? See what happens. What might happen? We don't really know. So that guy, those dogs never came back. That guy, <laughs> friggin' ballsy. Yeah. Edward White. Um, unfortunately, the Apollo space mission started in 1967. Apollo One was, if you watch Apollo 13, it's like the 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 fear that Tom Hanks's character has in Apollo 13 is he keeps thinking of Apollo One, which was the first NASA disaster. Which was where a fire caught out in the control panel, and then the door wouldn't open. Yeah. And uh, Gus Grissom, uh, Roger Chaffee, and Edward White, the first person spacewalk, they all died in the fire inside. They couldn't get them out. And of the that was cockpit. I actually first learned of that disaster very young, but I learned about it watching some sort of uh, like I think it was like some sort of moon landing conspiracy thing or whatever. But someone was talking about how like they were. They were whacked by NASA or something, like it was oh a conspiracy, my. like to cover up s- some of the shady shit they were gonna do or something. They knew about it, so they decided oh, to lock them in and kill them. Oh. Sorry to hijack it with that nonsense. No, but, but that, that was but that was just that was actually where I first heard that story. Oh, that's so dark. Yeah, that's I know. Crazy. Oh, 
But like, I mean, wow. I mean, I didn't think of it. Someone else, some other asshole did. So. He probably has a weird haircut. He <laughs> <laughs> spends a lot of time in basements. <laughs> he gave himself that haircut, by the way. Uh, well. So, uh, so there were a bunch of Apollo missions. So the first Apollo mission I told you, the the yeah. Apollo one, at least thirteen was nineteen. Yes, <laughs> oh, there were fifteen. Uh, I in, know. In, but, in 1960... The movies didn't tell me that. But in 1967 was the Apollo 1 space, mi space mission. Marsh, 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 marsh. And <laughs> you got to think that the Apollo 11 uh, smirsh mission was, was 1969 when they actually got on the moon. So in two years, they did 11 Apollo missions. Um, Apollo 8 was the first one to actually orbit the moon and come back. Oh, cool. And then Apollo 11 was the one where they actually landed on the moon. So I want to test you two. You both Hi. are very smart gentlemen. Uh, oh, I'm actually you. really bad about the dates about this. This isn't dates. Oh, I just okay. this, this is something I find very interesting about the space mission. Okay. Who was the first Sorry, man? Sorry, the Sparsh Marsh? The Sparsh Marsh, Thank Apollo you. 11, 1969. Who was the first person to step on the moon? It wasn't Neil Armstrong because someone else was holding the camera. No, it was Neil Armstrong. That was Damn. actually... The camera was mounted on the leg of the. That's that's one. That's of the one of the. That's things. a conspiracy thing. <laughs> I, I read I read all me. the conspiracy I stuff and then they read all me. the explanations on why the conspiracy. Yeah, no, stuff it was it was on because it was a. But there's a camera mounted because they wanted to catch him coming off, so that was pre-planned. But Sorry. no, Neil Armstrong Sorry. is the first. No, this is what I, this is what I'm getting to. So Neil Armstrong's the first brother, right? It's not B.J. Armstrong's brother. That's a that's a joke from the movie High School High. Louis Armstrong. High School High. John Lovitz. Oh God. Space movie. Who was the second person on the moon? Uh, that's Grissom? Buzz, nope. Buzz Aldrin? Buzz Aldrin. Oh, fucking yeah. Now, this is the one, though. I, I forget which era the guys were all I'd in. say if you quizzed okay. most people, they'd be able to get Neil Armstrong for sure, and then most people can get Buzz the Aldrin. The guy who had to stay Who's in? the guy who stayed in? I, Nobody knows who he I is. always forget his name. Third person to go to the moon, and he basically stayed there so he could pick him up, and that was his job. No one knows who he is. He didn't get to go to the moon. I know, but... I know, I'm saying it's sad for him. Do you know him? I, I don't. Do oh, you? Okay. Yeah. What's his name? Well, oh, Why would he ask us? No, no, no. I, I thought you really... I thought, <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this was a bait and switch. What if Steve was just like, yeah, fuck if I know. No, <laughs> I thought they, it was a classic bait and switch. It's not in history anywhere. Nobody wrote it down. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, Michael Collins. Thank you. Was the okay. third one. I always forget his fucking name. But that seems like... It seems like... I think a, it's even worse too. He has a very simple name. <laughs> yeah. Michael, Michael Collins. Michael Collins. Phil Collins, brother. Um, yeah. So, 1970, a year later, was the Apollo 13 mission that had the most things go wrong of any mission, which is weird because it actually was one that the people survived and came back. Everything went wrong with them in space, yeah. and they were able to get them back. Because they were supposed to go to the moon. Yes, mm -hmm. they were the supposed to, because Apollo 12 went on the moon, to, yeah. and then Apollo 13, they were supposed to go on the moon and like collect more moon rocks Sample and all that stuff. And, um, but, yeah, they had the most things go wrong, and... Lots of people said they should have never made it back, and they did. And then the movie's awesome. And then the, oh, the movie's great. It it does a great it's job of it, it does we'll a great job. So we can talk about that. But uh, <laughs> so the Apollo fifteen was the last Apollo mission they did. We've only been on the moon three times. There's only been three moonwalking missions. Mm -hmm. Once Apollo stopped, we stopped with those missions. Then we started up the space shuttle program, which is the first time that we sent something into space knowing that it was going to land and we we're going to reuse it again basically um so columbia was the first craft so in 1981 we sent up columbia and then when it comes back it lands and they kept using columbia over and over and over again um in 1986 however 
uh, is when they had the Challenger explosion, mm-hmm. and seven crew members died on that. Um, and that was basically a failed launch. There was a fuel. Yeah, the it just it goes up and starts going sideways pretty immediately, and then explodes. One of the one of the rocket engines was leaking fuel. Yeah, is how the story goes. And basically, when those take off. They basically use up all their fuel all at once. It just shoots all of it straight down. So what happened is that the one that was leaking wasn't firing as much as the others. So it started to turn, and once it turned, it ignited its own gas tank, basically. Uh, I mean, I mean, if you're uh, talking about oh, that's uh, that was in poor taste. I was thinking, uh, oh, I gotta say it now. Things that tanked. Uh, the movie Space Camp. Wow. Ah! Uh, ah! Oh. Your segue. Whoa! Because of... Jesus! Well, it was because of that unfortunate tragedy. Uh, The movie came out like a week later. Yeah. Oh, really? It came out like a week later. And and nobody was like, "Mm, this is... We're not going to watch this movie. It was just unfortunate timing with the movie. The joke I made was in poor taste. I had but that's but like, (laughs) And I don't want to get into more like really sad stuff, but it was kind of... It's not the exact same thing, but it was kind of the same thing. It was like... um, the Spider-Man movie that was coming out was supposed to have directly after 9/11 had a big scene involving the World Trade Center and him catching a helicopter like between. Well, it was it was, it was a teaser trailer. Yeah, they shot for the teaser because I saw the teaser. I remember seeing that too. in theaters, and then 9/11 and happened, and then I was like, "What? That scene it. is out." Yeah, yeah. Because it was a really cool mm-hmm. teaser. But right. um, anyway, that's depressing <laughs> enough. NASA. Uh, so NASA. Smasha. Oh no. There's first marsh. Uh, ni- in it's, 19- it's not like I said Massa. <laughs> 19, uh, we cutting that out? <laughs> yes. Yeah, pro- that's why I got quiet. That's why I got quiet. In 19- Massa. <laughs> Damn it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry I did it again. <laughs> well, I won't stop it. In 1990, uh, we released the Hubble telescope. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Into the wild. <laughs> <laughs> so we could take pictures. Like a sparrow into the night sky. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tell me what that reference is from, huh, listeners? Can I? What is no. it from? I don't oh, okay. know. Oh, go ahead. It's Mystery Science, Mystery Science Theater. <laughs> it's oh, thank you. Uh, 1997, we... So don't, uh, don't email us. No. We 1997, we landed the Mars rover, the first one, mm-hmm. onto Mars. What year? 1997. Nice. Uh, 2000, the first permanent crew from NASA uh, steps foot on the International Space Station. So it's the first time people are actually staying there long periods of time. Wait, we we landed it? Maybe we sent it off. I think we sent it in 97, because I remember when it landed. Maybe we sent it in 97. Yeah, no, it didn't land in 97. Uh, 2003 was the most recent incident. That was Columbia uh, on yes. re-entry. It disintegrated on re-entry. I remember that. I remember watching that yeah. on TV. That was seven more crew members on that one. I remember that one. In 2010, they retired all shuttles. No more shuttle yep. missions. yep. Mm-hmm. And in 2012, um, NASA unveils Orion, which is their first manned mission again to come up. It's scheduled for 2021. I don't know what it's going to be or where they're going, but it's going to be the next like manned space shuttle. Because right now they're really focusing on basically looking at planets and landing unmanned things on different planets now. And it, it seems like there's a, a, a new interest in going back out there because when 2010, when they stopped the shuttle missions, because like their budget was being cut or some shit. I can't remember what exactly led to all that, but right. it was basically, it was like, shit, NASA might be done doing NASA stuff. <laughs> like, Yeah. And NASA has weird departments. They do have like an international affair. This is a dream job for me. This is, there is somebody whose job is affairs with like 
dealing with aliens if we come in contact. That's their job. They sit in an office and they just map out and they probably have meetings every week. Of like, what are you going to do if we come across aliens? Well, I've got this plan in, in place. And that's that's their, his department is I'm in charge of alien affairs if we ever come in contact. Uh, this whole folder is called Shake Hands. Yep. Uh, I, I just, I can't even imagine. This, this launch the like, Say Hello initiative. Like, what do you what do you do for a job? And like, I'm the head of alien affairs for NASA. And they're just like, what do you, what do, you do? I'm like, well... Nothing yet, but if we meet aliens, <laughs> then I paycheck's gonna real, you know, really pay that, off. That is the guy that we're gonna be happy that he sat in a room doing nothing for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> until the aliens show up and he's the first one and he just goes, oh, "I really didn't think this was gonna happen." I, no, but I he's didn't been, plan for this at all. Been, <laughs> there's a part oh, of his job where like he's just doing interpretive dance as a language because maybe they won't have vocal. <laughs> things or he's like you know inventing like how to talk to someone with just with a speaking spell or a speaking spell <laughs> or just uh that light thing that they have on uh, uh independence day oh. the helicopter yeah they didn't know how to respond to that yeah either way this guy has long lunch breaks mm. <laughs> these are this this guy this guy doesn't come back for like no. two hours there's a lot yeah. there's a lot of naps 100 yeah, vacation yeah. days a year yeah, yeah. No, i just I, I saw the job and i'm like that's a that's a person they put this person in and they said this is your how do you apply for the job like what are, what are your qualifications to be open-mindedness <sighs> um well, is it like maybe it's like someone with like a linguistics background? Maybe linguistics, linguistics, or God, some kind of like talk. anthropology? Maybe. Oh Probably. yeah, yeah. I'm assuming. You know so, I'm assuming actually or sociology. I'm assuming. Or I'm assuming or... it's someone who went to college for a very long time to sit in an office now thinking right. about aliens. And like, then it's... the government also has their program of actually trying to interact with aliens. Um, is that what is that called? Is that SETI? Searching for extraterrestrial intelligence. Oh. It's an actual, like, it's a radio that sends out, like, messages, hoping they'll hear something back. But if you think about the fact that if the closest thing to us is 10,000 light years away or something like that, we aren't going to get a response until 10,000 years after, we, or 20,000 years after we send something. Yeah. Didn't didn't they send, like, music and other pop culture shit into yeah, space? Yeah, they've done that, too. They've done that on, on some of the, the telescopes they've sent out. Yeah, some of the radars they've sent out stuff. They also put stuff in some of our, like, unmanned shuttles. They'll put, like, records and stuff as mm -hmm. if the alien race has a record player. We don't even... If that thing came back to Earth, we would, we'd have trouble finding something to play it on. <laughs> but... <laughs> Like, you just get a copy of some movie on Betamax. Yeah. <laughs> or on Laser oh, no. Even worse on Laserdisc. Probably, <laughs> a bunch actually, of laser probably with Reagan administration, they were sending stuff up. I bet there's Laserdiscs out there. Oh, it's the wave of the future. All aliens will be able to read Laserdisc. Uh. Uh, so there's that stuff going on. But uh, you think about there's a I forget who it is. I was at a thrift store and found Urban Cowboy on Laserdisc, <laughs> and I had to stop myself from buying it. I do not have a Laserdisc. Can't player, watch it, no, but I can just see it. It's just, it was just sitting there in the record collection. Cause I feel like that's uh, what records and Laserdisc are now. Or like they're collections that they stay on the shelf, and you can just pull them out and go like, "Oh, that's neat. You have that," and put it back. You don't ever listen to them. Well, you know, no one. At least people with records, there are some who are very just like, no, vinyl's where it's at. And, and I think that. they have record players. But, uh, but it'd be something if you met a Laserdisc person like that. Like, no, 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 this is how movies were meant this to be. This is how it was meant totally to be. Because I, I, I mean, I have some records and I listen to records and stuff like that. But I, yeah. Uh, they are great to listen to, but take some production. Actually, what's yeah. funny is when I was a film major from 2001 to 2003. Uh, everything this, was, this was in the middle of your 18 years in college. Yeah, it was the start. It's the beginning. Yeah, that's why it's 2001 to 2003, because I changed majors after that. But I was a film major, and everything we watched was on Laserdisc then. Like really? In 2001 at the University of Iowa. Like, it was all Laserdiscs we were watching. 
because they'd get him out and then, you know, we're gonna watch and it'd be like we'd watch uh like a bunch of john ford movies and stuff they were on laserdisc <laughs> i don't know that's very weird technology <laughs> but i just think the funny thing with the seti program is that we're basically going like is anyone out there and then there's a stand-up comedian who does this joke but it's like is anyone out there and then twenty thousand years from now you just get yeah <laughs> like the most irritating text conversation do you guys want to have pizza tonight yes one week later no it's like that so like, which, which is like so many people have died since the question was asked so then it's like then the next person is like i sorry we didn't... what did we ask yeah <laughs> no <laughs> we lost the notepad but that's that's the thing i think yeah, it's what, a what, silly what program. if the answer we get back is just what that's <laughs> <laughs> That's why I, they have a lot of funny programs. I can see why their budget kind of got cut because they probably went through some of these and be like, okay, you have a guy here that's qualified to talk to aliens. How much you pay him? Well, it's like 112000 He's, he's okay. qualified to talk to theoretical aliens because mm-hmm. he doesn't even know what we're going to meet. No, they might not <laughs> be able to speak anything, so he's not ready for that. Um, you've got a radio that sends out uh, and you know that guy's broadcast got like, to aliens. That guy probably has like five degrees too, so he probably gets paid a lot of fucking money. I'm hoping he has... Other departments he helps in while God, he's I'm sure. No, I'm sure there's. there's I'm hoping things. they're making him multitask. He's also in the cafeteria. I was, he, he's also, <laughs> he also he sloppy also joes today, everybody. <laughs> say he serves sloppy joes and oh, crispitos to everybody. I wonder oh, if aliens sweet. are like sloppy joes, huh? <laughs> right? I'm the alien guy. All right, all right, you guys are leaving. Get out. Save me a spot at your table. No, okay, they're gone. No, they're man. gone. Well, tomorrow's tuna salad. So. <laughs> Um, so one thing I was going to get into a little bit, we don't have to spend much time on it, but I was going to talk about all the people that are like, think the moon landing was a controversy that it never happened. Ooh. Um, all the people that do? Cause there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that do. I know. Yeah. Like in the world, you know all of them? No. I was going to talk about the, the controversy no. itself. Joke. Oh, okay. Oh. He's good. Oh. Um, bits sometimes So what's, show. what's, really? <laughs> yep. Oh. A couple. I've missed them all. They're rare. Um, <laughs> so the the one thing I wrote down because I didn't write. There's a bunch of people they talk about. Well, the flag's waving and there's no wind and the, the well, there's a slight atmosphere. Well, that's the thing, and and the flag is actually hung on like a wire thing. So if they put that that's, in there yeah. and it's wobbling, it's going to do that. All these things have been like disproven by MythBusters and like they've done stuff. Well, with the MythBusters said exactly, I mean, that's, that's... but they say like, oh, your footprints couldn't leave those good of pictures in the dirt. And all this stuff. There's actually a picture of one of the uh, space rocks that looks like it has a letter C carved into it as if it's like a prop. That one's kind of weird because they do have pictures of that one. Mm. And they think it's a hair on the lens. But who's hair? Um, but they have they have other stupid ones that yeah, are like... Yeah, but if you preload the camera... it's I work Because I went to film school too. Working with film, you'd be amazed what can just get in there. Always, or what's yeah. already in there. So even if, if they preload, God damn it, Caleb. <laughs> Caleb just gave me the creepiest fucking grin ever. Get but in like, there. so like, so say if they even if they loaded the camera before they left, yeah. boom. Yeah, I know. Boom. And, that's how you get hair. And mm-hmm. that's the thing. And they there's even stupider ones where it's it's like the thing that you said where it's like who took the picture of them. There's people that that's their entire like basis. Like who who took the video of him? It was on the leg of the shuttle. Yeah. I mean, also, okay. also, I mean, if we're going to link it in... Uh, no, no, just keep going. You keep well, they're going. like, we can't see any stars in any of the photos. The astronauts themselves, and I know you'd say, oh, they're in on it, but if you ask them, they said they couldn't see that many stars from the moon because of the reflectiveness of the surface of the moon. Mm-hmm. Whatever's taking pictures and whatever they see, it's almost blinding. Imagine just standing on a glowing yeah. object. Yeah, think of how, how clearly you see the moon. Yeah, that surface That's is illuminated. That's how fucking bright it is. Yeah. <laughs> like... 
because it's just white dust reflecting all sunlight. Yeah. You know? And they're in the light part, not the dark part of the moon. And so there's a lot That's of why, like, when, during the winter and there's, like, a ton of snow, it feels bright out because that is reflecting. Now times that yeah, that's by coming, yeah. fucking thousand. Exactly. And you're not going to be able to... Cause in the middle of the it day. It blinds yeah. you then when you're on there. Yeah. But they, they talk about a lot of stuff about, like, when the, the actual thing they landed with, I can't think of what it's called. But it's the Eagle, but I forget what it's actually called. The lunar module. The capsule module. It's a lunar module. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. When it took off to go back and meet up again with Michael Collins, I remember his name. Michael Collins. Um, Let's make sure to give that guy yeah. his credit. When it went to take and off. you learn nothing else. When it went to take off, it doesn't leave like thruster burns or craters or whatever burn. from it taking off. But the thing is, is like that's not, it barely does that. It's not like... Like it, doesn't, that. it doesn't need it's that It's just much. like air push. It yeah, doesn't, it doesn't it take doesn't anything. Because of us. the atmosphere. To leave the moon, moon took nothing. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you need that Comparatively. To, leave, to leave Earth. If they used Earth. rocket blasters that are actually forming dust craters, they'd overshoot the thing waiting for them. They would have drove straight into <laughs> poor Michael Collins. <laughs> or just right into and, the sun. And, yeah, that's <laughs> And so stuff like that. Well, and, it would have taken a while to get there. It was yeah. not right into the sun. But the but the big stuff with like Mythbusters is they showed like when the astronauts like jump off the ladder and land and the dust comes up, there's nowhere on Earth that you can make dust go up that high and then settle that slow because of the gravity. So they're like proving the anti you know, like there's no way this was faked anywhere. You can't do that on a sound stage, which is what people think it was like on a set somewhere. They're like, yeah. you can't make dust do that. And there was no like there's no CGI back then. There's no, you know, yeah. you can't do that. And so that's their biggest claim is that the dust yeah. settling is your biggest proof right there. Um, a, a lot of people think that um, maybe the director for the moon landing was like or Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick, and he directed 2001 Space, Space Odyssey. Odyssey, which is on my list of NASA movies. So mm -hmm. let's, let's get right into that. You know, Stanley Kubrick actually borrowed. He uh, that was a very coy way to hijack. So he uh, he he borrowed. Hey, hey, guys! I am the captain now. So. I was I was done with moon moon landing controversy. Tom Hanks movie. There you go. There you go. But uh, Stanley Kubrick borrowed lenses from NASA that were designed by NASA that were able to pick sure. up only a certain amount of light, and so that's how he shot some of his scenes that were only lit by candlelight. Oh, for with it uh, actually being lit by candlelight. Eyes wide shut. No, no, no. No, for, for, <laughs> no, no, for a uh, 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 Barry Lyndon mm -hmm. is what that's called. That and movie. so that he actually he worked he worked with NASA on a lot of stuff because when he did Space Odyssey. Well, that's and that's where I think that whole theory comes from. Right. right? I haven't watched the documentary yet, but there's a documentary. What's it called? Room Room uh, Two Thirty Seven. Two Thirty Seven, which it's about everyone think like it's. Just all the crazy he, shit that, that he went on. that he put in like subliminal messages in The Shining, saying he faked the moon landing. Like, no, so I, like, I haven't got to watch it yet, but it's. Uh, well, let's let's talk about your let's talk about your NASA right. movies. Although I that one uh, is a is an honorable mention because I don't think that they directly say that the ship belongs to NASA or is no. with NASA. No, I, th I think they actually say it's a totally different. Yeah, it's not. It's, a, it's, it's not a different NASA as an entity. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're not just talking about just space movies now. We're talking about movies that specifically have NASA, NASA as a part yes. of them. Yeah. Uh, one of them I forgot the name of and didn't write down cool. uh, because Good I start. just thought of it. Good start. Uh, but let's, let's go. Uh, what was it? What was the one you just thought of? The one I just thought of was the Harlan Wayans movie, and I forget the name of it. Oh, Har Rocket, Har Man. Rocket Williams. Man? Harlan Williams. Sorry, Harlan Williams. Rocket Man. Thank you. Harlan, Harlan, Harlan Wayans. Wayans. Oh <laughs> no. shit. That'd be a nope. 
That would be a character I want to see. I do want to see the that. child of Marlon Wayans and Harlan Williams. Oh, wow! What a noisy I love, person. I love Harlan Williams. That is just a. a I I like Rocket Man. I'll throw it out there. There's, 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 like it's, a there's funny funny part. it's a funny part. It's a funny like, goofball like comment. There, there's some real dumb shit in it, oh, but super the, the jokes that are good, like when he's losing his mind and grows his beard out, and then it's like he's only been alone in the spaceship for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a good joke. I like it. Um, uh, he farts in his space suit, and, and the other guys can act too. I just uh, smell it. Uh, Comedy! <laughs> <laughs> So the first one on the list is uh, is an animated film uh, called Planet Fifty Seven. Uh, I did not see this film, but they do uh, have NASA specifically. Is this like is this like a list you found of like yeah. NASA of and NASA movies? movies? Yeah, Planet so, Fifty Seven. I don't know what that is. I or fifty fifty one. I'm an asshole. Heinz Fifty One. Uh, Heinz Fifty Seven. It's about uh, a planet made entirely of ketchup. ketchup. Mm. <laughs> it's actually Planet Fifty One. I did that wrong, uh, but it just yeah. It's a space. To plane. make the rocket start, you have to hit it right on the side. Right? <laughs> you have to hit the, the tank like right on the right, on the logo. Yep, on the, right on the, on the logo. logo. And it makes it. Real good ketchup joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the next one, I just want to move Logan on. Logan said it one. couldn't be done. But I, man, no, it was, I'm going to replay it. It was so good. I'm going to replay it in slow motion somehow. So it's just going to sound like roaring. <laughs> All right, so the next one is. Uh, uh, Pluto Nash. No. God NASA, damn it! What are yeah. you doing? No, I know, I know. I'm saying these now because they get Eddie, better. Eddie Murphy. Okay. They get better. Okay. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. It's not a good movie. It's, I haven't seen that one. Well, no, it's, it, isn't it like the one that like tanked his career? It's. It was the it one was, where like where I people mean, were just like, I think we're done. I thought but. that was Meet Dave. No, that was because that was after. Oh, okay. Because Meet Dave was supposed to be like his next one. Everyone's like, nope, that's dumb too. And then he's like, Norbit, and everyone's like, get the fuck out. <laughs> Stop it. You get the fuck out of here now. <laughs> Okay, you had some fun in Dreamgirls. Now get the fuck out. <laughs> okay, we liked you in that one. Go away. Uh, Red Planet. Oh, I have... Oh, is it the, the fucking Val Kilmer one? I think that's the Val uh, Kilmer one. I wrote no, it. It's not the Val Kilmer one. It's Because uh, uh, Mission to Mars is the Val Kilmer no, one. No, no, no. Mission, that's the Gary no, Sinise one. That's the Gary Sinise one. Oh. There were two in the same year. Red and they're Planet's exactly the same. Yes. It's kind of like... It's, it's along the same yeah. lines as like... Armageddon and Deep Impact and stuff like that where mm-hmm. you just came out with two Tombstone and Wyatt are yeah, yeah two movies that are exactly like from two different studios at so the which one was the time. superior one uh, I, Mission to Mars is is better for sure yeah. it's not still not great the reason but better I have a weird reason for hating Mission to Mars good it was my in-flight movie traveling mm-hmm. to Europe mm-hmm. and I was stuck in a row of seven and I was the one in the middle by myself between wow. two families yeah and everybody had their food trays down in the middle of this movie and I had to pee really bad and they would not like let me out. Did you look at them and say, "Hey, I have I, I was even like them. I was like they're like had their headphones watching the movie. And I'm like, I need to go use the bathroom, and they're like, mm. and then like went back to watching the movie, and I'm just like, I I need, and I'm like doing this, and they're like, doing what podcast? And they're watching the movie. A lot of I miming. was just pointing. A lot of miming. I was doing a lot of pointing because that's <laughs> what I was doing. Mime. <laughs> no. But uh, I was basically trying to get their attention, and they kept eating and watching the movie, and I seriously almost had my bladder explode on a plane. Um, Mission to Mars. Mission to Mars. I remember seeing in theaters, like, I think it was, like, a school trip. We used to, like, our, it was a very small school. Like, our middle school, it was, like, every Christmas we'd, like, go see a movie. And I think that was out, like, like Christmas of that year. And so we went to see that one. I, th- I think. it might have, I might have just seen it in general. But uh, uh, I remember it being surprisingly brutal. Yes. Because in the beginning, there's a big, like, tornado on Mars that picks up a guy 
and literally tears him into pieces. And this is a PG mm-hmm. film yeah. for families. And then Tim Robbins takes off his mask and his face all freezes up and you see his dead frozen body just float away. And then ignite in like the atmosphere. Yeah. Because what happened is he overshot. He They were trying to get him. He went out to do something. That's right. And he had to come back and chain broke. And then they had enough like thruster power to almost get to him. And it's, was it, who was the female in that one? Uh, girl. Okay. So the girl. I can't remember. It was who, like uh, her. I can't remember who was chick isn't in that the one. chick from Ma- uh, the Matrix? Nope, that's Red Planet. Dang it! I'm, I'm, I'll never get those right. I'm gonna <laughs> say it's someone famous, right. and I can't think of who it was. But it probably was, but I can't think of who it was off the top of my head. Um, but basically, she's like they're thrusting. The oh, and Gary she's, she's all Gary Sinise is the one that makes it back, and then right. Don but, Cheadle's the guy that Don Cheadle's going in there, to yeah. save. Yep. Is Liev Schreiber in that too? Maybe. Yes, he is. Sorry. Bye. But they're basically trying to like. She's almost to him, and they're, like, hand-to-hand, and then they, like, miss each other, and they run out of thrusters, and he's going faster than them. And there's no way they could reach Ugh. him. So his... And so she's, like, about to, like, tether herself and go after him, and they all know, like, she won't come back if she does that. Like, the whole, she's gonna go get him, because it's, like, her husband, that's Tim Robbins, that's floating away, and basically, like, everyone knows that if they continue after him, they're gonna burn up in the atmosphere of Mars. Mm-hmm. And so he just goes like, "You can't do this. Just let me go." And she's like, "No, no, I've got this." And as she's putting it on, he just takes his helmet off, so that she can't go after him because it's a lost cause. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty messed up. Yeah, so there's there's actually, and it's a very because then at the end it turns out like the aliens on Mars like created life on Earth. It's a very existential kind yeah. of violent movie for a family film. Yeah, yeah. And then Red Planet, I actually, I have a big review I wrote somewhere. I, I did this I did this dumb movie challenge where I watched a movie every day for a year. Uh, it was stupid. It was out of desperation for being bored. But I, <laughs> but that was one of them. That movie is so bad. In every, so Mission to Mars gets it because it was a coherent movie that went somewhere. Mm-hmm. Red Planet is pure garbage from the beginning. I mean, your fucking, your big, uh, like, plant expert that they take on the ship with them is Tom Sizemore. Okay? Tom Sizemore is meant to be a scientific <laughs> genius. Fuck off, Red Planet. How, don't even fuck with me with that. Uh, your other hot leads are Benjamin Bratt uh, and uh, Simon What's-His-Face, the mentalist. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Val, uh, yeah, you said Val Kilmer was on that one? Val Kilmer's the lead. Uh-huh. And then and Carrie Ann Moss, she, she looks like... Yeah, because the, the whole thing is they're going... There was a mission that was supposed to terraform Mars that was supposed to grow algae. And I know algae because Tom Sizemore won't shut the fuck up about algae in this goddamn movie. He's like, well, the algae, there's supposed to be algae here. And they get there. Why is there no algae? Turns out bugs ate it. Whatever. Sure. Because the algae was supposed to terraform or whatever. And so they're all about to die at one point in the middle of the movie. They're all about to die because they're all running out of oxygen in their suits and they have no shelter. They're stuck. And then Val Kilmer just decides to take off his helmet and it turns out there's air on the planet. Somehow the planet is terraformed. Whatever. Uh, before this, Simon, what's his face? The mentalist got in a fight with Benjamin Bratt and just pushed him off a cliff. So that just happened for no reason. Just no, no reason at all. And then they're all fine. And the subplot is they have a robot they're taking with them that's like this kind of dog robot thing that has like a war mode and when their planet when their ship crashes on the planet the robot gets turned on in like kill mode so they're on mars being hunted by their own robot while searching for algae and the robot shows up sometimes 
not really and then they get home by finding an old rover that lands there that landed there or like a satellite that landed there and somehow they were able to take the battery out of that that fit perfectly into their futuristic spaceship to charge it and Val Kilmer is the lead so <laughs> that like why would you even have a war mode for a robot that you're bringing to a planet that doesn't Precisely. have any Precisely. life on it you're and taking why, a robot and why would you in have, case the algae gets violent. Yeah. Why would you Why would you have algae, violence the on the algae. mind at all for a Oh, robot? and the bugs, by the way, uh, if you hit them with a match, they all explode. Like if you light the match? Yeah. Because there's it, enough oxygen if you to light a match. match it, no, but it's something with the bugs, like expect, like the way they're, they're eating the algae, and then what they're putting out is what's terraforming the planet. And, and it's flammable. And I'm afraid we're out of time. So Space Cowboys so Caleb was, was next our guest time. tonight. <laughs> Space Cowboys. Space was Cowboys. Next and that was that. That makes me smile more than those last two did. That yeah. movie is. <laughs> this is actually another movie I watched on that movie challenge. Uh, but Space Cowboys is fun for the first half. Okay. Yes, I'll agree. So we got we got we got Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood, James, James Garner, Garner, Tommy Lee Jones, Donald, Donald Sutherland. Sutherland. There you go. And then as a bonus old guy, as kind of the villain, James Cromwell. Okay. Ooh. Little bonus old guy. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Tommy Lee Jones might fuck Marsha Gay Harden in it. It's one of mm. one of those movies. I like that. One of those movies where they're just like, yeah, no, let's give an old guy a lady. Mm. But, <laughs> but the, the beginning is fun watching them actually get trained to go that's, on this and That's the part I remember. they have to go fix something that they are the only ones that know how to, which mm-hmm. I think has been done in other types of... Yeah, other other genres, but let's yeah. do it in space. No, I like, yeah, but it was, but then, but then once they get to space, it just, it just becomes then just a space thriller and it's not fun anymore. Yeah. It loses its sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, uh, October Sky. That's I a good one. And then, and then it's definitely a NASA movie. It talks, but yeah, it yeah. more focuses on just rockets in general rather than strictly man-made yeah, rockets. A, a and coal like, mining town. And talks about uh, Sputnik. It's got uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Early, is is early, NASA early in it, though? Uh, the, yes, because he, they eventually he, he goes to work for NASA. Oh, and gotcha. and they have it, and it's his trajectory. That's right. Pun intended. To get to NASA. Oh, like story trajectory. It took yeah. me a second to realize what the fuck you were talking about. Not rocket trajectory. Um, but even I, I think NASA is hosting the contest for who can like. <laughs> That's right. The best build. Yeah, That's yeah. a good movie. That was one we watched in science class. That That's then, a good I'm one. Like, I like that one. And then you caught it again in the future. I'm like, this is still a good movie. Yeah, this, that was. That's a. This wasn't. Movie. This wasn't just good because I didn't have it's to good, do anything in science. Feel good movie. It's a growing up story. It's yeah. a little bit of everything. The Chris Cooper as the terrifying dad. Yeah. He's yeah. He's good at terrifying dad. Yeah, hey, he really is. That's really his, his niche. He's yeah. really great at being a terrifying, being a dad. Real terrifying, terrifying dad, dad or evil tycoon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. that's a really good point. Uh, the astronaut's wife is one I've never, never seen. seen. It's it. Johnny Depp. That's the Johnny Depp. One. It doesn't have something to do with aliens. Probably because it's like uh, he comes what... back because the wife is Charlize Theron. Yeah. Because I remember this was in that that niche of time when Johnny Depp stopped being the top billed actor. Oh, like so he kept be like that was like around like like Chocolat too, like where it's like yeah, where he's he... in it, but he's not actually the star. He's like just... when he had that run of not being Johnny Depp, mm. pre Pirates of the what Caribbean. <laughs> Life's hard for him. Yeah, I know. There's another one. Moving on, uh, the right stuff was one I hadn't seen. It's Ed Harris, and that um... would be probably the NASA movie. Yeah. Because that's, that's about the beginning of the, yeah. the missions. Missions yeah. and stuff. That's like a three-hour movie, too. 
That's what I haven't seen. But I mean, a, who's in that one? Uh, I know. I know. Fucking a lot of people. It's Ed it. Harris. Ed yeah. Harris is definitely. So he goes on to do, do Apollo thirteen as well. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I was about. I was. Um, he doesn't strike me as like a NASA guy, and he's in all the NASA movies. He plays it well. It's just. Well, he also plays like uh, military. Like he wears a high and tight really well. He's like, good. He's good but, at. He's well, he's mostly bald, but he's yeah. good at. Uh, he's but he's done. in charge of like. And he's good at answer. mission stuff. Yeah, he's good at being a boss man, you know? Because yeah. then really, it's it's not space, but Truman shows behind that panel. Yeah, he's... Calling the shots. He plays good. He's really good at high status. Like a really yeah. good, like authoritative The Rock. Type. The Rock. And by the way, look up bloopers of The Rock. <laughs> it's terrifying. Because <laughs> it's Ed Harris screaming and kicking things. Everyone on that set was losing their mind. Much like Alf. Continue. <laughs> All the so, holes uh, on the we... floor from the puppets. <laughs> <laughs> In the rock. Someone had to operate Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah it, takes five, it takes five people to operate a Nick Cage. Now it takes so many more. Oh, yeah. That's why it's so all over the place. It's like it's like five people just for the yeah, wig. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's ten cooks in one cage, you know what I mean? <laughs> so Apollo 13 we've mentioned a yeah, lot, yeah. but that is definitely a NASA movie. That's a great movie. Uh, yeah, that um, was, I mean, yeah. I'd say Right Stuff is probably the one about NASA, about the early days, but I'd say, yeah, if you, if you had to pick a movie about... Space travel about space missions. Probably Apollo 13 is the one. 13, yeah. Um, it's a good fucking movie. And and yeah, like you said, the, the, the fact that everything went fucking wrong and then they made it back. Like right. it's... it's And, and some like, of the stuff they kept getting was like the first thing went wrong and it's like 100 to 1 shot to get them back and then it was like 1,000 to 1 and it's like 10,000 to 1. And they have, they have people on the ground. I found this out studying NASA too because they have uh, engineers whose whole job basically is to be like oh well that's gonna work it's like st statisticians basically that are like that's gonna work one out of every 50 times we try it like stuff yeah. like that that's their job and so they have people down there being like oh what just happened to the ship oh they got a one in ten thousand shot of living like that's yeah. that guy he's just walking around. he's gotta be the real downer at nasa <laughs> <laughs> but apparently like that's probably the guy who does the alien work too <laughs> with, with some of these these uh shuttle missions i think it was the the challenger one uh the the one that blew up there now there's like a controversy where the people who came out after the thing and said oh well we didn't know this would happen and you know there was such low odds and stuff they have engineers now being interviewed saying we told them it was a one in like one in 100 chance that that was going to happen oh wow that it was going to blow up because something was pretty high something yeah for that yeah for yeah. that <laughs> for and they said we there were engineers and statisticians on the ground saying there's a one in one hundred chance that this is going to happen based on like how we design this and what's not working and we should we should put more money into fixing it and they're like nah that's all right we'll take those odds and then when they came out they're like oh it was like one in a hundred thousand that this is going to happen and it was yeah like, space no. travel is really a thing you shouldn't say like no nah, it'll work out like that's, that's we'll look real. into it later or yeah that's even in, you if you watch Apollo thirteen there's stuff where it's like isn't this kind of old or they're talking about that and they're just like oh it's worked on the last missions or something like that or something yeah. like that it's just like jeez but you think about some of that they even talk about like some of the the space shuttles that were going up in the 2000s to 2010 had uh less computer knowledge or less electronic stuff than like your microwave at home or your ipod yeah yeah <laughs> like the stuff on board was more dated than the iPod in your pocket. Yeah, we, we essentially put people in a fucking farm silo and threw them into the air. Yeah, because it was stuff that was <laughs> invented said, in like... Ahead. It was <laughs> stuff that we invented in the 80s that they didn't update. Yeah. Here's a calculator. Fuck off. Yeah, it's it was 2007. Just, it still has 1989 we, technology we put in a, on board. A farm silo with a TI-85. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. 
fucking said, good luck. A TA-85 and some bottle rockets. Yep. <laughs> That's, yeah. Massive. And they And they didn't spend Massive. money to update it, but it was while they were cutting their budget lower and lower and lower and stuff. Because okay. we weren't doing anything anymore. Go ahead. Uh, more movies. One that kind of counts is, uh, the, I think it's called, uh, it's got um, Kevin Costner, it's called The Astronaut Farmer, is another one of those that's like, I don't know if they... Uh... That's a Billy Bob Thornton movie. Oh, my bad. Wrong old guy. Wrong old white guy. My bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's one that kind of counts. I don't think they implicitly say NASA. I think they, they allude to it. I don't know. That one's that one was a, another honorable So he mention. farms astronauts? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for organs. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we said that they were kind of the elite... Yeah, he was like he was like a farmer that decided he wanted to try to build his own rocket or something. Yeah, and then he again we I, we kept mentioning farm silos and then. Oh, yeah. it yeah, does yeah. sound that does sound like a Kevin Costner movie now that you said that though. I mean, Just it could have been something he's not. Well, supposed I mean, to. <laughs> yeah, it's the sequel to Field of Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm gonna build a rocket. What are you? What are you doing? <laughs> Shoeless Joe is just like, nah, you're good. <laughs> the ghost told me to. Just, uh, no, I didn't. And uh, we talked about oh, it. Our... I was going to say all the ghosts of the people from the Challenger. No. <laughs> Speaking of Challenger, the movie that came out a week after that was a flop Space was Camp. Space Camp. Uh, it had uh, uh, Leaf Phoenix when he was still going by Leaf, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Um, oh, really? He was, yeah, going by Leaf. he was going by Leaf. And it had Leah Thompson and then uh, the, guy, the guy from... Uh, Love Potion number nine. I always forget that actor's name. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that's love, not gonna get me love there. Love Potion number nine is really the really the one. To... Oh, that guy. I don't know. Oh, Tom Skerritt. <laughs> <laughs> was Tom Skerritt in that though? Because for some reason I'm imagining in Space Tom Camp. Skerritt. Yeah, he was a Mission Control. Like, was he? He was like the hey! leader, direct, he was like director of the <laughs> camp, it. or like he became Mission Control and accidentally. God, is it, you'd think there'd be more restriction than them just being like, oh, we went on the wrong spot in the tour. Like there'd be uh, some. Yeah. Yeah, no. something more. No, yeah, no, that, that movie makes NASA look really incompetent. Yeah. Even even though they got them back. Yeah. <laughs> makes them look really bad at their jobs. They're yeah. just like, oh, I don't know, kids wandered in. Yeah. Um, and then... I don't know, guys. And then, of course, there's one uh, I, I think we're all familiar with, Armageddon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Armageddon. The most realistic depiction of <laughs> which, space. Which, if I may, and we can continue talking please. about Armageddon, it'll lead me into my NASA fun facts. NASA oh, fun please. facts. Um... So one thing that I found out about NASA is apparently they show new management hires, the movie Armageddon, as part of their training. And what they're supposed to do is they're supposed to find as many mistakes in the movie as they can as part of their training. Oh, I so love that. So you show me, I want you as one of our like lead scientists or lead you know, control people, I want you to list as many scientific inaccuracies that this movie has. Oh, and that's, that's part great. of your training. <laughs> Um, that's not how they hire. That's after they're hired. I think it's part no. of their fun of like, we're going to show you this and you're going to write down the, the scientific That's great, accuracies. Um, I was worried it was going to be like, see, Armageddon shows us that anybody can be an astronaut. <laughs> like, no, I'm glad it's like, no, this is bullshit. Find it. Yeah. Uh, there was, I mean, there's the, there's the quote of uh, Ben Affleck asked um, uh, Michael Bay on the set. He was like, hey, uh, wouldn't it just be easier to teach astronauts how to drill rather than teaching drillers how to be astronauts? And Michael Bay's response was just like, Shut the fuck up, dude. Like, yeah, no, that's that's Ben Affleck says that in the commentary. For in the commentary of it, yeah. oh Jesus. Yeah, no, I, I I can't remember what I what like YouTube show I was watching, but someone showed that clip of him saying that. Yeah. And Michael Michael Bay just being like, well, no, they, they weren't. It was separate recordings. So oh, Ben really? Affleck told the story, and he said Michael Bay just said, "Shut the fuck up." Oh Jesus. Um. <laughs> apparently, the the top person so far at NASA has found 168 scientific inaccuracies nice. in that movie. Amazing. Apparently, though... There's only 164 I mean, in I mean, Bad Boys 2. 
Thank <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, apparently, though, at one point when Steve Buscemi goes crazy, and then William Fickner looks over and says he's suffering from like space dementia or space something. Space madness or something. Space madness, some <laughs> bullshit. Uh, apparently, that is kind of a real thing. I have to look it up, but I read I somewhere. I guess it's like cabin fever. Or... Yeah, it was something like that, but it was, but like they just made it sound way more. Like I think like that term is actually used for that, but they made it sound more like a just mm. oh this happens for the movie. Right. But I guess it is like a thing. Yeah, being out there can just break your brain right of being out there well, i think that actually happened again this is me just talking without actual facts to back it up but i think that actually happened to like people who were in submarines for long periods of time yes they would go crazy yeah, yeah. um i mean you'll go crazy if you're just stuck anywhere right but it's like but but I, actually like had to be like restrained like lost yeah. your mind yeah yeah. yeah like trying to to break through the but, but i think in, right. in those situations it's so crazy because you're you're supposed to be so trained for those things. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be trained for it, but it can just break you. Right. Um, we can talk a little bit about NASA's budget. So, do you, uh, do you, it's going to okay. get exciting. Do you want to Oh, do you have more movies? Oh, I yeah, am, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, sorry, I just sorry. Have I two more. I'm so one. sorry. No, no, I have two more. I have, uh, uh, and again, I, I, I wish I had just done two more minutes of research. Uh, one is uh, Interstellar. Right. I don't know that they say it's NASA, but they say it's a space program and it's by the U.S. Uh, well, NASA's uh, defunct in it. Like it's, oh, okay. It's, it's the way, like the world. Well, they say like they have. I thought I, I, there's like a secret group secret who are working a part okay. of NASA because like because okay. like NASA like NASA the budget has been totally wiped out because the world is so fucked and so mm -hmm. like every, yeah, every they just couldn't do NASA anymore. So it's like a very small group mm -hmm. who are working on like the project right. mm -hmm. to go to but it is like it's meant to be funded but it's like very covert yeah like they can't tell anybody that they're funneling a lot of money into possibly right. going through a black hole because they need uh money for um corn that's gonna be bad ah that movie was weird mm, bad corn didn't enjoy that movie I was, I, I, was I, just, I was disappointed by that movie i enjoyed the effects and all that stuff but it's also it is two and a half hours of watching it was, it of was, watching matthew mcconaughey and, well, no, not even and, that it was very interesting just at the end it, it just kind of goes through i don't know the whole thing of just basically love will find a way like that just becomes what the whole love makes about when love it's makes not, space things possible yeah it just felt long yeah i don't know I thought it was. I, I haven't seen it in a while, so I can't really give specific notes. Space but so it, was it was beautiful. You said, you said there was okay, one, one more. Good. Uh, Gravity. No, that movie can go fuck itself. <laughs> what a shit movie. I haven't you seen know it. What? I thought everyone fucking loved that movie. And I, everyone fucking loved the technicality of it, and it was really fun for people to watch in theaters in the 3D. Mm -hmm. I watched it at home on HBO Go, and it can fuck itself. <laughs> it's it's terrible. Can we? I, I would love. I. I I actually, Sandra Bullock floating through space. I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was the best movie ever, but I also got to enjoy it. I turned all the lights in my house off, and I put my couch cushions a certain way so it was perfect, and we had surround sound. And it was my on a big, couch cushions a It was great. No, the way we did it, the way we did it. upside down on his couch. It, it was the prettiest princess. <laughs> thank you. Uh, it, was, it was a great experience. I don't think it was that good because... A lot like the dialogue was weird. Oh, no, it's like, it's other... the dialogue shit, and like the whole thing is meant to be like it's one shot, which I don't think they should have done. I think that was a mistake mm -hmm. to do. Um, it which... was parts of it when it was the next year they did uh, the uh, one of the other because it's actually two Mexican directors. Alfonso Cuarón did it with Gravity, and then Alejandro González Iñárritu did the seemingly one shot 
for uh, Birdman, Birdman, and that was way more effective and mm-hmm. fit for that story. It was more interesting with gravity. Just it felt like it was in the way, and it was just like, yeah, c- cool, I get it. Sandra Bullock's floating, we're floating, okay. And it's also like she had just lost a baby, and then they let her go into space. They would never let that happen. Like she just lost her kid. Like it, it fucks with her. Like it, it fucks with her head. Like no, that would never happen. No. Yeah. And like she, what she, about the... she fucking like Wally. She uses a fire extinguisher to float around space. Yeah, no, and and like and Clooney is a. I don't think they show his face in that. I don't think they show his face. In he's the mainly movie? he's mainly you a voice. His face a bunch. Really? I don't, yeah. I just for some reason no, no, I, he's I, in I totally movie. I totally no, no. blanked out his face in that movie. I just see him with a. With, I just yeah see a blank of face. all the faces to delete yeah, from a movie. I'm sorry. It wasn't on purpose. It wasn't. I, on I sneak his face into movies he's not in. Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? I watch Armageddon. I see Clooney's everywhere. Yep. <laughs> Everyone in there is Clooney. Everyone's every, all of Mission Control is just a line of Clooney's. <laughs> it's a wonderful movie. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a dream come true. You no, know, really one is. thing we should talk about really quick before I uh, finish off with George Clooney some more. You got it. Yeah. No. Uh, there's one more movie coming out, the Matt Damon one, where he gets the Martian. Uh, the Martian. I was gonna bring that up. Oh, oh. Well, that, I mean, it hasn't come out yet, so I wasn't sure. But that's NASA, right? My list. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I thought See, they were going to get him as like a space travel. It bio. is, but it it's it's. I mean, it's completely fictional because he's on Mars, right? Uh, and the whole thing. I, yeah, I guess I don't know because it was no. a book first, so totally right. it might not be NASA. Okay, fair so enough. that was, and I was trying to go with ones where like they. Like they NASA, specific, yeah, and that's yeah. why I was. Well, usually, they show like the NASA, NASA symbol, right, yeah. yeah, logo. And also, that, yeah. Homer on The Simpsons joined NASA. Just throwing that out. One mission oh. where, he opened, where, he, where he smuggles potato chips on yeah. and has to eat them. Yep. Does that count as a reference? No, for... I'm done with it. It's just something to mention. So for um, our shitty challenge, no one's gonna do. <laughs> I just, I just want to just really go through these these fun facts. Plow through and, it, baby, uh, and just have the 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 best one. So. One interesting thing I found out in 1991, there's a group called Space Watch that works with NASA, um, and they discovered an artificial body near the Earth that they couldn't identify. It's actually listed in NASA's data system as a possible alien probe. We are not sure. Its projected orbit puts it back next to Earth in 2016. Oh. So it's something in 1991 that was so close to Earth that they spotted it, it orbited the Earth, and they have no idea what it was. It wasn't one of theirs, and it wasn't, but it could have been another country's that wasn't identified, but. Okay. They didn't know what it was. Still, though. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. So that's that's out there. Oh, that, that alien guy in, in his office got real excited for me. Uh, do I, do oh, I, I matter! I matter! You need, you need me? Do I need to... It's gone. When's it back? It's 2016? Oh. Okay. I'll, I'll go start planning. So for the last 25 years, he's been, like, making costumes... <laughs> And like <laughs> making a play, writing. Like, no, no, he's been crafting well, a language. Earth. He's just shaking, and then like <laughs> he is gonna be humming. By December, the time. December thirty first of this year, he's gonna get hit by a car. Like, oh like, my god! <laughs> one day before retirement. Oh man. Um, uh, 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 right. a NASA scientist invented the super soaker, as well as other things such as uh, <laughs> not him, but NASA itself. No, I thought so. you were just gonna end as well as other things. No, NASA has also been responsible for inventing invisible braces, scratch-resistant contact lenses, stuff like that from different materials that they've worked with that they figured out could actually be used for those dehydrated foods. Well, they didn't invent that. But. Oh, oh, the the what is it? What's it called? The uh, astronaut ice cream? Or yeah, whatever? where it's just the the stick you just put in your mouth. Yeah, and it melts. Mm-hmm. You ever had that? No. You ever try that? What the astronaut ice cream? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, I don't love it. Oh, I love it. Dippin' dots. 
Kind of. It's, <laughs> it's like kinda, really dry. It's, 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 it's the same kind of technology, I think. It's like if Diffin Dots and Styrofoam had a baby, and I put it in my mouth. <laughs> it's like, it's like, just like, it feels like just pressed down cotton candy. Yeah. If you can make cotton candy hard tack. <laughs> if, if you could put cotton candy in the atmosphere of Jupiter or Saturn, and then it would press down so much that instead of turning into diamonds, it would turn into astronaut ice cream. That was a walk. Whew! I did it. Mm. I was just going to say, this, this beef jerky tastes like cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> so, stories of people who missed out in being in NASA or almost did. Neil Armstrong missed his uh, job application deadline. By a week, and they said no, and he had a friend that worked inside that actually got him a re- Oh, really? Interview. Ooh, it's about who you know? Yeah. Um, Bill Nye has been rejected multiple times to work for NASA. Uh, to be an astronaut. Yeah, um, he's, like, he's wanted to be an astronaut, uh, yeah, and they've just turned him down over Bill, over uh, we hire scientists, not science guys. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it literally is a title thing. <sighs> I know you went to Science Guy University, but... <laughs> Uh, the astronauts on the first Apollo missions would not, nobody would give them life insurance anywhere. (laughs) NASA could not get them life insurance. So what they did is they left a bunch of their own autographs with their families. Oh, that's right. I heard about this. Figuring their value would skyrocket in the case of their death. That's right. Wow. That's right. I've heard about that. So they leave stacks of them with their family. They were actually called autograph insurance that I'll leave so many that if I die, these will be worth money. Sell all of them. Yep. Yeah. And then you'll have money. So they just sat there and signed like a thousand signatures and then left them with their, their families. I don't know how to feel about that. It's, it's, like, I mean, like, I, I, no, it's, 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 it's ingenious, but also it's kind of weird. But no, it's a, it's a bummer that they had to do it, but it's like, it's, I it's, mean, that's the only thing they could do. It, it, yeah. it makes sense all around. I mean, yeah, it's kind of shitty for insurance companies, but also, yeah. I mean, how do you, how do you insure? How do you insure something? Uh, how do you insure something that no one's fathomed at that point? Yeah, like yeah. you know, back in the day. Um, quinoa, which is a grain. Quinoa. 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 <laughs> Sorry, did I say a word? Quinoa. Milk. Quinoa. I, for the first time I saw that word, because that word is spelled Q-U-I-N-O-A, mm-hmm. and the first time I saw that, I I already knew what quinoa. I knew that word. You had heard it. But I saw it in a menu, and I just looked at it. And I said, "What the fuck is quinoa?" Right. But it's being considered. It's being considered as a crop for long duration space missions because it, they think that's the one that will grow under like the the tougher circumstances. It'll still grow and they can eat it. And it's a good source of a lot of different things. Like a yeah, lot it's, of, it's a protein. Yeah, exactly. And so that that's something looking All into. Right, well, there you go, hippies. Yeah. Hmm. So there you go. And you're about to be in space. Um, <laughs> interesting. I don't even story. know. Trash talking with that. When we landed the rover on Mars, mm-hmm. three men from Yemen. Sued. We're also there. No, no, <laughs> just they, hanging out. They sued NASA oh, for trespassing on Mars, claiming that they had inherited Mars thousands of years ago from ancestors. Fuck off! <laughs> so they sued <laughs> for trespassing. Also, another guy who actually found a comet—I think it was a comet, or it was a meteorite, or it was an asteroid. It's one of those—a rock, space rock, space rock. I think it's an asteroid. He found an asteroid, and he actually. Like, put his name on it. He was the first one to discover it or whatever like that. And actually, one of the NASA probes had to park on it, actually land on it, to actually keep going. Did he charge them rent? He gave them a $20 parking ticket <laughs> for parking on his asteroid. 
Only $20? Yeah, it was just $20. I mean, I feel like that's... That was a full hour you were on there. I was watching. Even in the full expanses of space, people are still bitchy. What are you going to do, though? He can't boot it. (laughs) (laughs) But what if he fucking could? Yeah, go get it. That means that guy knows something that no one else does. Exactly. Um, This might be part of our weird space, but I wanted to... NASA has discovered a water world planet covered in water. Oh, Costner's. It's 40 light years away. Or Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> so it's only it's only forty years away, as far as we can like see. Okay. Forty light years, um, but it contains exotic materials we have to like make on Earth that don't exist here, but they exist naturally there. Dip and such as hot ice and superfluid water. Uh, could you explain those two things? I don't know what you mean. By Not those. in great detail, but hot ice is actually. It I've looks, heard of this. It looks like ice. It's actually like. Sulfide acid. Sulfate acetate. I couldn't tell you, but some just, I, sulfur acetate, I think. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm bad with that. We'll but it actually looks like ice. It's actually like a, a composed. Uh, it's a solid. Solid. Okay. That if you put your hand over, it actually radiates heat instead of cold. But it looks like ice. They actually do make it here synthetically to put it into like uh, heating packs. You know the ones you like break up. Oh, yeah. And then they have heat. Oh. It's kind of like that. But it occurs naturally there. And then superfluid water is water that like to describe it it's surface tension and the way it reacts to like gravity and atmosphere and all that is way different than it almost doesn't it doesn't affect it's like surface tension or the i don't know what it's called like the viscosity when it actually clings to like the sides of glasses it just Mm -hmm. doesn't do that it just runs straight off things it doesn't like cling to anything weird and so it's super fluid um but we can get into that that's a that's a weirder planet fun stuff though um so NASA will pay you $15,000 if you will lay in bed 24 hours a day for 90 straight days so they can measure the effects of zero gravity on your body. Oh, wow. So if you will give up 90 days of your life and never leave a bed, and I'm not even sure, do you get to move in the bed? If you can't move, you get, you you bed get terrible sores, bed sores, yeah. yeah. But I don't know if you get to move or whatever, but they'll give you $15,000, which I looked at it, I was like, $15,000? I'm like, oh, for 90 days, I kind of make that so like <laughs> um but not I, for laying in bed I, I where's my playstation and just eh. wait you get tent i mean if that i think part... you have to not move but you probably would be able to like eat and stuff so you probably you, you can to. move they won't even live unless they're gonna fucking tube you up for everything well i, was yeah, just, I don't know i mean like I, I feel like you would have to just if nothing else change position because i think humans like there's a thing where you're like you you move even just a little no, bit it sounds every like seven it, minutes it sounds well that's the thing the studying the effects is the is basically that it's not going to be healthy for you yeah. you're not gonna feel good and that's probably why they what if you out. take it a step further and go hammock you know you get a raise mm, huh? it's hanging maybe. yeah let's do huh? a hammock what if you bring twenty thousand years for the ah! hammock? Yeah, but if you bring a friend along and you do bunk beds you can at least talk to someone bunk bed hammocks bunk bed oh. hammocks that's a bunch of money forty thousand boom hammocks um, so the last thing I want to talk about, and I'm afraid this is going to get us off on a tangent and we're near the end of our episode, but this is, <laughs> this is by far the most entertaining fun fact I found out about NASA, and it's not really about NASA, but it's hilarious. So, Thad Roberts, a NASA intern. Thad? Thad. Thad. So he is a douche. Awesome guy. <laughs> wait, wait till I finish the story. Thad Roberts uh, was a NASA intern. He actually spent seven years in federal prison. Oh, after having sex with his girlfriend on a bed full of moon rocks he had stolen. <laughs> <laughs> He's, that's, and he, he went in... Do you think it was a more uh, prisonable offense 
To steal the rocks or to bang on them? I think a little both. I that's what I think. The, the story's funny because it just says he spent seven years for having sex with his girlfriend. I don't think the sex had anything to do with the prison sentence. It was he stole moon rocks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but I think I think that's, the, what that's the part that's hyped. But they're up. like he stuffed his mattress full of them and then just had really he probably rough, got ex- bumpy sex. He probably got extra time though for how many times he said, "I'm gonna rock you." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's she, not okay. She probably she probably testified against him at that point. Oh. Mm-hmm. Consider oh. zero G's, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, space sex fun. If we do this for ninety days, we'll get fifteen thousand oh. um, dollars. So okay, so he worked at NASA. He worked at NASA, and he stole, stole a bunch. I don't even know how you get out with a bed full of moon rocks. No, no, no. Was it a bed made? No, of? he was no, just carrying it. out of a heavy, no, lumpy no. mattress. Just like no, I no, need no. this. He Andy Dufresne it, pocketfuls at a time. <laughs> Pocketfuls at a time, Straight just into, into his into a goddamn food. Here's though a further in, his, in the back of his truck, just a mattress in the back that he's just like out for his lunch break, just 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 sticking slide. moon rocks in there. Now, what happened to these moon rocks after said um, fucking? Do they go back? They were to washed the and sent back to the Smithsonian. I was gonna say, are they? Are, they, are, they, are there are there moon rocks in a museum that just have that dude's? Stank on them? Probably. Like, they've seen some shit. <laughs> they're yeah, in a special shit. case. And that would have been back probably in the 70s. So. Really? Oh, oh, man. Lots of body hair. Oh, Jesus. Let me tell you. <laughs> so that was, that was my most fun NASA fact. was this guy <laughs> banging on moon rocks. Oh, man. Uh, the, the moon smells like shitty cologne. I just... I just <laughs> the moon smells like Dracar Noir. Dracar Noir. I was trying to think of the fucking name for it. Dracar Noir. I, just, I hear Thad Roberts, and I just picture some girl saying, like, I wouldn't have sex with you unless it could be, like, we can only have sex on the moon. That's the only time I'll fucking <laughs> Hey, baby, I got, I got <laughs> the like, next best thing. Guess what? You gotta oh, honor man. our deal. I see, yeah, I see, I see mustache, I see Hawaiian shirt, like top couple buttons undone. Yeah, long against, hair, leaning against an El Camino, a yep. puka shell necklace. Yep. yep. Oh yeah. Oh. There you go. Remember Sandals. how you said you'd only fuck me if it was on the surface of the moon? Well, guess what, <laughs> baby, I brought the surface of the moon to you. Mm. Oh man. Oh, you better pay up, Crystal. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. About to make it rain diamonds on your tits. Oh, <laughs> lord. Some oh. hot liquid metal. Oh, that's, uh... These are Thad diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Manasseh. Oh, thad to the bone. The best she ever, Thad. <laughs> Space. 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 Space.